the pre-med year, session number 192. Hello and welcome to the pre-med years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Pre-Med Years Podcast. I'm your host, as I said just two seconds ago, Ryan Gray. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, thank you. You are, every one of you are the ones that keep me motivated to keep doing this. And this week is going to be a discussion with just me talking about uh, another discussion on the medical school interview. If you've listened to this podcast over the last couple of weeks, you'll know that I have a book coming out soon about the medical school interview, Guide to the Medical School Interview. It will be coming out on Kindle very soon, hopefully right around, if not as this podcast is releasing, uh, probably a couple days after I tried to time it perfectly to get it out before this podcast came out, but I don't think that'll happen. We were, as, as I'm recording this, we were up until 2.30 in the morning last night or early this morning doing some last minute edits, and now I'm just doing some last minute formatting things before hopefully getting it ready to go out to the person that makes it all pretty for Kindle. Now, if you haven't heard, it's, it's going to be Kindle only right now. I will have a paperback version coming out probably at the, uh, at the beginning of next year at some point. My book, this book was picked up by a publisher, so hopefully it'll be in bookstores. I'm learning all of the side of publishing at this point, which is something I never really thought I would get into, but um, I was introduced to a publisher and they liked the book and they like what I'm doing, so they agreed to to publish it and... There's no guarantees of being in a bookstore, so hopefully when when the time comes to ask you guys to help support me and, and go to your bookstore and request a book, that those bookstores will know that people want this book and they'll, they'll buy it for their bookstores. But anyway, off on a tangent, I wanted, oh, if you're interested in the book, go to medschoolinterviewbook.com. You can sign up. If the book's not out yet as you're listening to this, you can sign up to be notified when it is out and once it is out, medschoolinterviewbook.com will take you to the place where you can buy it. So with that said, what I want to dig in today for the medical school interview is knowing you. One of the things, working with students one-on-one doing mock interview prep, one of the things that students always seem to have issues with is talking about themselves whether it's uh, I'm asking a, a tell me about yourself question or strengths or weaknesses or what does your future look like, most students have a hard time talking about themselves. I can ask anything else and they can answer and they're comfortable answering it and if I ask them about abortion or euthanasia, things that don't really pertain to them, they're good at answering. So, what I want to talk about today is how you can best know yourself and, and the types of 
questions and scenarios where you really need to know yourself so that come interview day, you're prepared, you know who you are, you know what makes you different, and you know how that will help you stand out and be memorable to the admissions committee member that you're interacting with. So to start off, I want to talk about just knowing how to answer the tell me about yourself question. This is the hardest question for students to answer. And I know I struggled with it way back in the day when I was interviewing, way back in the day. Even nowadays, just a, a random conversation. Hey, tell me about yourself. What, what are you doing? I'm like, um, I podcast. <laughs> and that's what I come up with. And I, I forget about everything else. And so what you need to, to understand here is that you need to know what the highlights are in your life. You need to know all of the interesting things. And you might be sitting there, Dr. Gray, I have no interesting things about myself. And I would probably tell you that you're crazy. And what I do, scenarios, uh, questions that I go down with students when I'm doing mock interviews with them, if they don't do well, which 95% of them don't do well initially on the tell me about their self question, I start asking follow-up questions. I say, what do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? Where have you traveled to? Do you watch sports? Asking those types of questions helps me understand who this person is that I'm talking to so that later as, we're, as I'm giving feedback on the tell me about yourself question, I can then point to these other answers and say, look, when we talked about what do you do for fun, you said that you've run 10 marathons on four different continents and you've actually won one of them. And I said, that's pretty cool. And that needs to belong in your tell me about yourself. Or somebody, I did an interview once with a student who went to some monk retreat somewhere in Myanmar. I think it was, it was Myanmar. And, and during the retreat, you couldn't talk. That's pretty interesting. So he in his tell me about yourself, he talked about his meditation practice and going on this retreat and and that was interesting to me. It made me want to ask more questions and that's exactly what you want to do with this tell me about yourself prompt. I keep calling it a question, but it's really a prompt. Tell me about yourself. So that's you need to to think through that list. What what sort of activities do I do? What sort of hobbies do I have? What do I do for fun? Where are any interesting places I've traveled, I've lived? One student I'm working with right now talked about how he and his family like to take road trips. And in his tell me about yourself question, he talked about and he, he listed all of the cities that he's been to. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool that you've been to all of these cities. That's very interesting but it took a long time to get through. I said, what would be more to the point and drive home? Really how much you're driving is tell me how many miles have you driven across country with your family? And he was like, oh, that's easy. It's, it's about 200,000 miles. I was like, wow, that's a lot. That's memorable. So think about those kind of things. That's, that's what you want to drive home. All right, you need to understand 
Again, we're, we're talking about knowing who you are. You need to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. Now, here's a fun exercise. Email your friends and family, people closest to you, and ask them this question. Dear Jane, I'm getting ready to interview for medical school, and I would like you to tell me what you think my biggest weakness is. Yeah, that's rough. Getting those answers back is rough. And it's hard, too, because a lot of times you might not get the best answers back. So you need to really tell these people, tell your friends, tell your family, to give you the brutally honest truth, because you need it. And what you want to do is you want to understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. But you also want to give examples of those. So if I say my, my biggest weakness is being disorganized, what, is that, what does that actually look like? Beyond that, you don't want to say, well, I'm very disorganized. Next question. What you want to do is talk about being disorganized. Tell me a story. What does that actually look like in your life? Is it disorganized like your house is a mess? Is it disorganized you're late for every meeting? Is it disorganized you're, you get what I'm saying here? But you don't want to just leave it at what your weakness is. You want to leave it with something positive. So you talk about your weakness. You talk about what you've learned from it. You talk about how you are trying to overcome it, and you talk about how in the future you hope to have it not be an issue because you're working on getting rid of this weakness or overcoming it. So think about those kinds of things. What are your, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You're going to be asked at one point in one of your medical school interviews some controversial topics, moral, ethical issues, questions. You need to understand and know what your stance is on these topics before you go into them. You need to be able to talk about abortion and euthanasia. You have to have a side. You have to understand why you have a side and be, be thoughtful about it. And so you need to do some soul searching. If you're a very religious person and you've, you've grown up thinking that abortion is the, the worst thing ever, then that's fine, but you need to think through that. You need to understand it. You need to be able to talk about it in a, a conversation with somebody who may think the complete opposite from you. So think about those types of things. Now, I found a great app for iOS and Android called Texture. You can get it at medicalschoolhq.net slash texture. And using that link... I actually get a little bit of a bonus when you sign up. You get a free trial, doesn't cost you any more, and, and they give me a little bit of beer money. So if you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash texture and sign up for an account, what texture does, it's like Netflix for magazines. And I've been using it. I don't have my iPad in front of me, but I like listening or listening. <laughs> I'm thinking about Audible. I like listening and reading um, I like reading magazines and like tomorrow I'm going on an airplane as I'm recording this, I'm going on an airplane tomorrow. Texture is the perfect app on your iPad because I can at, at my fingertips have access to basically every magazine out there and it, why it's perfect for you as you're preparing for your interviews. I plugged in 
Affordable Care Act in the search bar, and it pulled up 589 different articles across tons of different magazines all about the Affordable Care Act. And what that does, it allows you, again, at the tip of your finger, you have access to all of these to read, to browse, to skim, to just to get an idea of what different people are saying about the Affordable Care Act. I always have a problem with with using the same source. So say it's New York Times or Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post, whatever it is that where you get your information, you like watching that news channel, you like reading that newspaper, you like browsing that specific website because the views of those people writing the articles and, and talking about the news on those channels match yours. And that's not always the best. And so what Texture does, it allows you to bring in a lot of different points of views. And it's really helpful as you're preparing for your interview. So do yourself a favor and do me a favor. Go to medicalschoolhq.net slash texture. Download the app. Check it out. You get a free trial. So you don't need to to sign up for it, uh, pay for it if you use it and you don't like it. But definitely worth it as you're preparing, at least for a month or two, as you're preparing for your interviews. All right. You also need to be able to talk about your different experiences. So we all know in your application, or maybe you don't know, but in your application you have typically about 15 spots for, for experiences that you've had. And you really need to be able to talk about all of those experiences. But beyond that, you need to be able to talk if you're asked, what, tell me about the, the most memorable clinical experience that you've had. Kind of a vague question. You might not have written about it anywhere in your personal statement, in your secondaries, any of your experience descriptions. And so you really need to start thinking about those kinds of questions. Well, what, what might the interviewer ask me? And how might I respond to that. And so in the book, The Guide to the Medical School Interview that, that's coming out, again, medschoolinterviewbook.com, you have you have access to it's it's almost six hundred. I don't I don't I don't think I got a final count. It's around six hundred different questions that are potential interview questions and and maybe some of them are really far out to left field, but it gets you thinking and that's the whole point really gets you thinking so that you can talk about your experiences. You can talk about strengths and weaknesses and other things. So know, know how to talk about your experiences. You, it, another one here that I have listed is you need to be able to talk about lessons learned. And I talked about this a little bit when we talked about discussing your strengths and weaknesses. You don't want to just leave off and, and say what your, your biggest weakness is and then leave it at that. You need to talk about lessons learned. And so everything that you've gone through in life, you have a lessons learned. Whether it's going to class today and showing up five minutes late, what's your lesson learned? Why did you show up five minutes late? Did you leave late? Did you wake up late? Was there traffic, unexpected traffic? 
did you run into somebody before class and, and talk, whatever it may be, that's a lesson learned. And so as you've gone through your pre-med path, the life that you've lived up until now, you have lessons learned about everything. And you need to think about the highlights. If you've struggled in certain classes, if you've had to take the MCAT multiple times and really struggled with that, what have been your lessons learned? So that when asked in an interview about your struggles, you can talk about these lessons learned. And that just shows the interviewer that you've been thinking about it, that you hopefully own the problem, you've been thinking about it and thinking about how to improve your situation. So think about those types of things. You really should be able to talk about your future. I, I think it's in the book, or, or, or I think it's in the book where I talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before. I joke about women always talking, typically, they, they, they always seem to, since, since they were a little girl, always know what their wedding is going to look like. They've, they've pictured it since a little girl. I know Allison has talked about that all the time. And what you want to be able to do is be able to talk about your future. When you're asked, what does is, what is your practice look like in 15 years? Or in 15 years' time, what are you doing? What is, what, what, what is the future Dr. Smith doing? You need to have some sort of understanding of what you hope life will be like. Maybe you don't know what sort of specialty you're going to practice, but do you want to be in an urban setting, a rural setting? Do you want to serve uh, the lower socioeconomic patient population? Do you want to serve an immigrant patient population? Do you want to serve uh, an Indian population, a tribal population? Those types of questions. Do you, do you think you might want to be in an academic setting or more in a community setting? You really need to have an understanding of what you want from life. And you don't have to be 100% correct. You're allowed to change your mind, but you need to be able to talk about it on your interview day. So think about that as well. And the last thing here I want to talk about is, is knowing why you want to go to that school. It's too often when I'm interviewing a student, I say, well, why do you want to come to the University of Florida Medical School? And... They'll say, well, it's really, it's well known. It, um, it's, it receives a lot of transfers from outside hospitals, so it has a good, a good reputation. Um, and that's all they can say about it. And I always like to rebut. I, I've gotten that answer a lot recently. I said, well, most big academic centers are typically the most well-known ones and the ones where all of the higher acuity patients are going to go to because usually the big academic medical centers have more of the subspecialists and specialties to, to be able to handle different patients. And so that's really not a great answer because you could use that for any medical, uh, academic medical center, typically. So you really need to know why it is that you're sitting in that chair to interview for a spot in next year's class. Why, why are you hoping to take a seat from somebody else that might know better why they want to go to that school? Know why. You have to. 
So think through that. Nice little exercise for you. All right. I highly encourage you, go check out medschoolinterviewbook.com. It's almost 54,000 words, I think, right around there. It's a big book. A lot of the book is an awesome, there's an awesome section with transcribed interviews that I've done with students. So you see their answers to questions like, why medicine? Why not NPPA? Why not, um, no, no more why nots. (laughs) Why, why DO? What about any red flags in your application? Why medicine? Why this school? And so you see the students' answers and you see my feedback to them. The middle section is a section, like I said, almost 600 questions, possible questions that you may be asked. Maybe they're not specific to, to every school or really realistic questions that might be asked during an interview, but they get you thinking, and that's really the goal. It does, I do have a section on the MMI as well in there, so it has some, some sample scenarios and how to think through the MMI. Each of the sections, it talks about how to answer those types of questions, so I picked out the hardest questions that students typically have issues with. It's tell me about yourself. It's moral, ethical questions. It's, it's the um, red flags question. It's why medicine question. I, and I talk about in each of those sections how to answer those questions to better help you get, get an understanding of what you should be saying. And the first part is a ton of great content on how to stand out, how to be successful, what not to do, and so much more. I've been working on this book for a long time. I hope you benefit greatly from it. I am super excited to be publishing it with a publisher at some point in 2017. But for now, go to medschoolinterviewbook.com as you're listening to this. And it will be available on Kindle soon as I get it out there before I start working with the publisher to to work on the next phase. So medschoolinterviewbook.com. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor this week, Elite Medical Scribes. Now in this podcast, I talk about knowing your experiences, being able to talk about them. As a scribe, you'll have plenty of experiences to talk about. As we talked about a long time ago, many sessions ago, being a scribe is one of the best things that you can do for clinical experience, that exposure to medicine, so that when the questions come, why do you want to be a physician, you have that experience of being in there with the doctor, with the patient, seeing firsthand what's going on in the doctor's office, in the emergency room, whatever setting you're in. And there are many different settings. And Elite Medical Scribes tries to match you with what specialty you may be interested in so you can get exposure to that specialty. So go check them out, medicalschoolhq.net slash EMS. Look into being a scribe so that on your interview day, you can totally rock that question about most memorable clinical experience. Thanks, Elite Medical Scribes, for sponsoring the pre-med years. 
I hope you join us next week here at the medical school headquarters and the pre-med years. Did I mention medschoolinterviewbook.com?